Now, how to make public transit more enjoyable. No one likes waiting for a bus, especially in the hot, dry and often empty streets of Los Angeles. And there are a lot of streets in L.A., 7,500 miles of them. L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti has an answer. And DNA's Avishai Artsy went to check it out. Hello, Avishai. Hi, Francis. So tell us all about this. Well, uh, what Garcetti is doing is uh, unveiling these smart bus benches, as they're called. Uh, It looks a little bit like a wooden bench with a barbecue grill in the middle of it, and on top of the barbecue grill is a solar panel. And even though there's no real signage explaining what you can do, um, there are two USB ports where if you have a phone and your uh, charger, you can plug into the bench and use solar power to charge your phone or other device. Um, There's also free uh, Wi-Fi. Although I have to say that when I tried it the other day, the Wi-Fi didn't work, which was a little bit disappointing. But being a good journalist, you called the mayor's office and what did they tell you? Yes, I called the mayor's office and I talked to uh, someone in the press office there and they said that they're going to talk to the French outdoor advertising company that administers these bus benches and bus shelters, JC Deco, uh, which, you know, they take care of the, the benches and shelters in exchange for advertising space. I should add that there's not just the Wi-Fi and the plug-in, but there's also a new LED screen that updates the times for when the next bus is coming. And there's even a button you can push and it will talk to you if, you know, you're reading impaired. It can tell you when the next bus is coming. Here's what that sounds like. Real-time predictions. 53 north to downtown LA Baudry and 5th Street. Arriving in 7 minutes and in 12 minutes. The time is 7.50 a.m. So you were there quite early on a Monday morning. Did you meet people while you were there? And what was their reaction to this new bench? Yeah, there were a few people waiting for the bus and there are other people just kind of walking by. And so I grabbed them and, and asked them what they thought of it. Um, none of them had heard of the bus bench and really knew what it was. Like I said, there's not really a sign explaining what it does, but they seem pretty excited about it. Um, first, you'll hear Brenda Lopez and then another woman named uh, Corinne who declined to give us her last name, but she lives just around the corner from this bus stop at 43rd and Central Avenue. Yeah, I'll use it. I think it's cool. Um, what would what you use it for? If the bus is taking too long and my phone is out of power, then I'll use to connect it to charge it. How long do you usually wait for a bus? Um, sometimes. Last time I waited for an hour. I don't even know what that is, actually. I've never heard of it. I saw it right there and I was like, okay, what is this? But nobody ever really told us what it was. So I was like, oh, okay. Uh, now that you know that you can charge your phone on it and use Wi-Fi, is it something you think you would use? Yeah, definitely. Especially because when you're taking the bus, you know, you're looking up next bus and everything like that. So you're constantly using your phone. Actually, that's the reason why my battery dies a lot, because I'm always on next bus. So, yeah, I think it's pretty convenient. And how often do you use the buses? Every day. To get to work mostly? or Yeah, work, school, church. I don't have a car. I don't think about getting a car because I just take the bus. It's convenient for me. I come from L.A., Hollywood, Beverly Hills, like I go everywhere on the bus, Long Beach, like pretty much all the buses, the systems and everything. I'm pretty familiar with it. So, you know, okay, a few little hiccups with the Wi-Fi, but generally this sounds kind of high tech. Yeah, I think this is part of uh, Mayor Garcetti's push to embrace technology as a city and then also to change the way that we interact with our streets. In fact, that's part of what he told us when we spoke to him uh, a little bit earlier. Benches are probably the worst place to sit. I grew up taking the RTD bus every single day. And, you know, I remember what it was like to sit on a hard bench, nothing to do. 
um, waiting, no information about when the bus is coming, stepping out in the street to see if a bus is on its way. And so we wanted to have a bus shelter and street furniture that reflected our creativity and had a practical value. Charging your phone, free Wi-Fi, information of when the next bus is coming. Those things seemed to be something that could improve the quality of life. Uh, LED lights that could make it safer and brighter while you're waiting at night. And those have a real impact on the, the life of a street. So great streets aren't just about flashy things. They're about practical and meaningful things that improve the quality of your experience. Improving amenities around public transit is a really important element of getting people more in, excited about using public transit. And a really important piece of that is what is called in planning circles the first mile, last mile concept. This notion that part of the transit experience is the getting to the transit. So that which can involve in LA walking for two miles in scorching sun or um, coming home late at night and finding yourself alone on a very long street. One of the criticisms that's already floating around about these bus stops is lack of shade. Was that a fair criticism? And did you look into that piece? Yeah, I think that is a valid criticism. The people that I spoke to outside this uh, smart bus bench and shelter did say that, yeah, they don't enjoy standing under the hot sun waiting for a bus. I mean, next to the bus bench, which is uncovered, there is the bus shelter, which does have an overhang. So you could wait there and there's a bench underneath it. So there is some shade there. Um, with the bus bench, there's no shade because it relies on the sun for the solar power that charges the um, plugins for your phone. Now, another complaint that I did hear is the fact that Metro has been cutting back on bus service in place of trains and light rail. And so one woman that I talked to about that is Barbara Lott Holland, the co-chair of the Bus Riders Union. That's like putting a Band-Aid over a wound that needs stitches. I mean, we should be concentrating on having more buses, 24-hour service, and zero-emission buses at that. If the buses ran more efficiently, more frequently, there would be hardly any need to have a Wi-Fi service because you wouldn't be at the bus stop long enough to be even using it. So, Avashai, you mentioned the French company Deco that is running this and that's using this as a form of advertising. We should note this is a public-private partnership. The Great Streets Initiative does not have a big budget. And, in fact, each of these benches, I believe, cost around $3,800. Is that correct? Yeah, $3,800, which is about $2,000 more than the traditional non-smart bus bench would cost. But it's substantially less than was paid in the city of Santa Monica, which spent $7 million on a replacement for all its bus shelters. Now, in Santa Monica, they went for a very strong look. They brought in designer Lorcan O'Hurlihy and they, they developed the, the big blue bus shelters that really sort of brand the city. Some love them, some less so. In the city of LA, they've taken a whole different approach. And I wonder, Avishai, did this feel like you were standing by an advertisement or did it feel like it was kind of beautifying the street? I wouldn't say that it beautified the street. I also wouldn't say that it was an advertisement. It kind of just stood out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, there was really nothing around this bus bench. It's next to a, a strip mall with a dollar tree and a check cashing place. But, you know, it, it doesn't really stand out. And so we asked Mayor Garcetti how he feels this compares to the very uh, highly branded Santa Monica bus benches. You know, the nice thing about Metro or the LAMTA, the Metropolitan Transit Authority, is that we are countywide. And I think folks like their neighborhood identity and their city identity 
but I would like to see iconic LA architecture that really transcends not just the city of LA, but all over. So we are having that conversation at Metro. Phil Washington, our new CEO, I said, we really have to do great design, whether it's, for instance, the new Broad Museum, which just opened behind it, is gonna be a connector to the downtown connector. So there'll be a bridge that comes up from the stop that is right behind the Broad Museum. And I don't want that just to be any old bridge. It should be a architecturally significant bridge, which doesn't mean it has to cost a cent more. It just means it has to be thoughtful. Um, I think LA will never have one unified, iconic um, look. We've done that before, but you know, out in San Gabriel uh, Valley in Pasadena, for instance, the Gold Line stops evoke um, you know the craftsman architecture. At uh, LACC, it's more modernist uh, on the Vermont corridor. So. I think I want some cues that do connect, but also some of the boldness of the individual communities that we have, but we shouldn't settle for bad uh, design or even mediocre uh, bus benches. That was Mayor Eric Garcetti. I'm Francis Anderton. You're listening to DNA.